Welcome to the Relentless Transitions Podcast. If you are looking for a lifestyle podcast that is unfiltered, information-packed, and authentic, you've come to the right place. Whether you are driving, sitting at a desk, or listening with your friends, get ready for an up-close and personal chat with your hosts and invited guests, where they will share insights and practical tips on how to be relentless in facing the challenges that come along in life, business, and relationships. And now, here are your hosts, Teresa Carthron, founder of Make Your Mark Media and Publishing, and Rosalind Keith, founder of Triskelion Transitions. Prepare to unleash your relentless superpower. Welcome back to the Relentless Transitions podcast, everyone. I'm Rosalind Keith, and I'm here with my co-host, Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? Hey, I am doing wonderful. Another great day, so I'm pretty excited. You always have great days. It's really, <laughs> it's really great to talk to you because it's always so uplifting. <laughs> it's, it's my internal compass. You know, I kind of speak it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> A great day. Everything is, is going my way. You know, I kind of start out like that. That's great. So, and, and actually that's, that leads us perfectly into, um, you know, our, our podcast. We talk about life. We talk about business. We talk about triumph. And, um, you know, recently, Teresa and I were having a conversation and I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm wondering where my ambition has gone. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I feel it anymore or if I ever had it in the first place. And so we decided that we'd great, make a great um, podcast topic and it deal, you know, it help, helps you in your life and in your business but it certainly will help you to triumph. And so today we're going to talk about how to find your ambition to maximize success. I'm excited. This has really been good for me (laughs) to talk about this. So this is going to be great. So Teresa, what's one thing that like, we're just going to list some tips. And so what's a tip you can share um, with our audience about finding ambition? Yeah, we're going to hop right on into this one. Um, you know, I would say one thing is to embrace risk. Now, of course, you don't want to do something that's going to be life altering, like threatening your health. <laughs> you might die. <laughs> we know we're not talking about that, but you do want to embrace risk. Um, you know, get outside of your comfort zone, do something that's just a little bit different. Uh, and that will help you to tap into um, your ambition or to find it, uh, which is what Rosalind and I have been doing. This actually has been kind of weeks in the making. So this is uh, reflective of a journey, real life journey for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that. Uh, embracing risk is is something that's so important in you know all aspects of our lives and um, so that's a gr- that's a great tip um, and uh, as as part of that you know you you're seeking opportunities but you have to kind of open yourself up to those opportunities so um, a, another tip would be to avoid group thinking um, thinking like the masses actually inhibits your imagination. And it can actually promote um, fear and, and, you know, make you want to step back from, from risks. So by um, being your own unique person, 
you actually start looking for alternative perspectives on uh, you know, a business theme. So uh, Teresa, you have some great examples of um, business themes that I, I remember we've talked about this in the past, you know, say you're interested in um, being um, a wedding planner. So what's a different perspective than the normal wedding planner kind of person out there, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what this is about. It's, it's to, to don't follow the flow of the masses. It's about embracing a unique perspective, a new perspective. Um, and uh, so that's, that's, you know, something that goes along with stepping outside of your comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, I mean, when, when you mentioned about avoid group thinking, so many things, we don't want to make this too long, but I want to make sure that we get it all in there, you know, and keep it juicy because that's what we are. We're, we're, we're juicy and we're very real, you know, women, um, you know, when you think about like group thinking, what comes to my mind is definitely when you just look at the world overall uh, and um, you will find that the people who rise to the top, that there's something just really unique about them. It's not the masses that are on top. It's the few that are actually on top. So you don't want to think about everybody else. And then also, I think feel that life and business are both very personal journeys. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about it in the term so much of personal development but it is definitely a personal journey even though in life as we move and we flow along um we have people in our homes uh people that we interact with there are still some things that we do alone mm -hmm. if you can if you can tap into that idea that even though I'm married and I've been married for a while, when I got sick and uh, once in my adult life and I ended up in the hospital, I was the person who was in the hospital bed and not my husband. So that was an experience, even though he was there, there were things about it that I was doing alone. So when you are thinking about just kind of stretching out and tapping into something different, it's important to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, to offer yourself a unique experience as opposed to going along with the masses. And also, um, when you are doing things as a group, then that impacts like your mindset or your thought process, because you tend to take on the ideas, um, the beliefs of the group, you know, so if the group is scared, you're scared. The yeah. group runs you know they there's a comedian that says if you want to make people run just one person start running one person starts running then other people are like what's going on and even though they don't know what's going on they start running too <laughs> so you know after a while everybody's running and nobody knows except for maybe the first person or first few people why we're running in the first place so you want to um you know uh, give yourself some freedom to be able to develop your own ideas and tap into your own likes and dislikes. Um, I had a client once who um, she had been working with this group, but when she decided that she wanted to do something different, she had been involved with this group so long. Amazingly, she said to me, she didn't even know like what music she liked mm -hmm. or 
what colors she liked or what foods she really liked to eat because she was always with this group of people all the time and she did everything that they did. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about avoid that group thinking. It really can, um, you know, it can move you forward, but it really can hold you back. It really does limit your um, imagination on so many levels. The, the group contagion we talked a little bit about that in our podcast about negativity um it can it can really control you and and to uh find your ambition you need to step back from that and let your imagination kind of run wild a little Mm -hmm. bit with the Mm -hmm. possibilities that are different than that group thinking Mm -hmm. for sure yeah yeah and one more thing about group thinking is that when you are inside of a group often you compare yourself to other people yeah and definitely what i have found in life and in business it can just stop it can stall you it can make you just stop altogether because there are so many businesses out there and you're trying to make yourself be successful and stand out but if you spend all your time looking at this business and that business and that business you're comparing yourself constantly and you just end up stopping in life that comparison starts making us anxious and depressed mm-hmm. and all those things. So, you know, yes, avoid the group thinking. So be willing to kind of go it alone. Yeah. Um, another thing that uh, you can do to tap into your ambition is practice visualization. Now, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast any length of time, you know that I am huge on visualization, on affirmations, um, you know, speaking positive uh to myself uh and one thing that i've really i've done it for a while but i've really tapped into it here uh, lately is really visualizing not just telling myself where i want to be or what type of experiences i want to have but actually seeing myself going to these places or seeing myself actually being in the environment seeing myself actually doing these things i've actually taken a calendar i was sharing with rosalind and started to put on the calendar like actual dates of when I want to travel to different locations or doing things, actually, you know, putting it into practice. And Rosalind, you um, had like some great insights on how we can actually tap into this visualization. So I'm excited to share that. So um, this is something that I have been playing around the edges with for quite some time, Um, but I've now become a believer in it um, to actually help you find or reconnect to your ambition when you feel it, when you're feeling lost. Um, so why don't we do a little practice that I've actually, um, adapted from, uh, another coach's practice. Um, and you, so adapt it to what suits you the best, but this is a good example. So first of all, um, close your eyes. Uh, see yourself in a movie theater and on the screen you see yourself a successful self so visualize yourself on that screen like a movie you're receiving praise you're receiving money for your hard work you see the reaction of the people around you to your success once that movie is flowing now imagine yourself walking through that screen actually into the scene You're no longer an observer of the scene. 
but you're a participant now of the scene. So start feeling your success. Look at your success through your own eyes. What do you see, what do you see as a successful person? So really feel into, you are in that scene, you are that successful first person. Is it the way you walk? Is it the way you dress? Visualize that. This is you in that scene, the scene of success. Now come back to your seat in the theater and take that vision within yourself. Truly feel it within your body, flowing through your bloodstream. Imagine it being part of every cell of your body. Imagine every cell being connected to that vision of your successful self. Open your eyes. Oh, I saw myself on stage <laughs> giving my first TED talk. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Walking across the stage, waving, and then coming back and sitting next to my husband, so proud, trying yeah. to act like, oh, you're not so special. <laughs> <laughs> So, so if you do these type of visualizations daily for about five minutes, it will really help you focus in and stay connected to your ambition and to grow your ambition um, because it creates excitement within you that you can see yourself in the not so distant future up on that TED talk stage um, or driving that magnificent car or, or whatever it is that you really want to achieve. And um, so th that's, that's just one little thing um, that you can do. It doesn't take an awful lot of time. It doesn't have to, they can be a lot more visualizations run the gamut. You know, they, mm -hmm. they can be a lot more in depth than what we just did, but you know, I, I like to think that if you start with five minutes, gradually, you know, it'll grow and grow and you'll become more in tune with it and more able to feel it. Um, so it may feel a little artificial at first, but the more you do it, the better practice you'll get at it. And, and the more you will be able to actually feel that success, that ambition growing within your body. So um, that's just one little tip. Now, I love it. Teresa, you had talked about affirmations um, as part of this um, visualization process. Creating vision boards are another thing, right? That you oh, can yes. do. Um, mm -hmm. And we've talked about vision boards a few times on our podcast, mm -hmm. how, how valuable they can be for you. So if the visualization, for example, doesn't work at first, start with a vision board. That way you have pictures, um, yes. actual concrete. So for me, having that concrete picture first in front of me helps me then build the mind movie visualization mm -hmm. into the scene. Um, but going back to affirmations, Teresa, are there any that you want to share with our audience that, that you feel particularly connected to? You're, you're the queen of affirmations. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what? I certainly believe in affirming yourself and not waiting for others, so to speak, to give you that pat on the back. You know, you can do it yourself. Beat them to the punch, right? So <laughs> uh, one, uh, there are three affirmations that I just absolutely live by. One is that I have absolutely everything I need to succeed so that I already have it. 
Um, and what that has, that particular affirmation has done for me is it, it has decreased some anxiety for me and the need to compare myself to others because I have said it so often to myself that I, I now believe it, that I already have everything that I need to succeed. So all I need to do is kind of maybe tweak it or sharpen it here and there, but I already have, you know, everything that I need to succeed. Um, my other favorite is that I am the most important piece of my life's puzzle. Nice. Mm, I love that. I am the most important piece of my life's puzzle because without me, my puzzle will always have a hole in it. That helps you to really tap in to understand how much you are needed. And what that particular affirmation has done for me is it, I'm not prone to depression, but if I were or kind of on the fringes of it, that is something that has definitely uh, erased any doubt about how much I am needed, um, erased, you know, sadness uh, for me that I am the most important piece of my life's puzzle. I mean, I cannot be replaced. <laughs> I, I can't. And I think that every day, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be replaced. <laughs> you think that? And, I mean, and if I'm not here, <laughs> you know, it, it would have a hole in it. So yeah, I'm, I'm the most important piece. And the other, the last one is when I speak, things happen. So I create my own reality by the words that I speak. So nice. those are my top three, uh, but, uh, and we would love to hear like what yours are. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And if you are, and you know, we haven't talked so much about like meditating or mind movies. So we would love to hear from our audience about, you know, do you use these, um, you know, these methods or what do you use to kind of help to, you know, propel you forward and help to keep you in your game, whether it's just in the game of life, or if you do have a business you know how do you tap into the um the ambition or the energy that's needed to keep your business moving forward or um to keep your business in a state of increasing you know all the time because no business wants to be just kind of status quo so you know we, we yeah. know that yeah. for sure yeah. another yeah. thing to think about is uh, another way to tap into your ambition is to keep in mind that you should not fear failing. So That's let me say that again. That's Don't fear failing. And why is because guess what? All of us fail. Even though Rosalind and I are doing this podcast and we have um, admittedly had many successes in life, we have also endured failure. As a matter of fact, it's just, I, I expect something you know, to perhaps not go right each and every day. Although I said that when I wake up, I am like, I'm going to have a great day that I, um, I'm, I live with expectancy. I am looking for the good things that are going to be coming my way. However, what that does is that sets my mindset up for when those things do come around that are not exactly what I'm looking for, I can recover quicker. Yeah. What do you, yeah. you think that thinks so, Rosalind? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a, about um, developing a mindset where you're embracing learning and experimentation. And with those things does come some failure. Experimentation does. It's not always successful, 
but it's learning. Um, I, I came across a quote yesterday and I, I wish I had written it down for this podcast, um, but it just struck me as, as being really appropriate. And it apparently comes from Buddha. So um, if you didn't learn a lot today, at least you learned a little. If you didn't um, get sick today, if you got sick today, at least you didn't die. Um, and, uh, so it, it goes on like that. And it's, it's true that, you know, you know, if you take a task and it doesn't work, at least you've learned something from it. Right. If it, even if it's just not to try that again, right. <laughs> exactly. it, right. And, uh, so it, it's about looking at those opportunities, uh, looking at those failures as opportunities instead of setbacks. So, um, uh, and and embracing that as as a way of life. Um, so uh, and and um, another another way to help you uh, find your ambition, keep your ambition, grow your ambition, um, is to seize the moment. Don't wait for perfection. Instead, ad adapt to in adapt to imperfection without hesitation. So take the imperfect opportunity and focus your energy and resources on making it work. So that follows very nicely with that idea of accepting failure. You don't have to make it perfect. You just have to make it work. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, uh, those two things kind of go hand in hand. You know, mm -hmm. uh, because if you if you're so afraid of failure, you're not going to see the seize the moment. You're going to be afraid to take that baby step and try something new. Um, and it it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be um, it it just has to be an opportunity to make it work. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there was a, a guy that said one time. He said that he said I don't make bad decisions. I make my decisions right exactly <laughs> so just, exactly what we're talking about yeah so yeah. sticking with it so guys look if you're not driving and you're in a place where you can actually uh you're writing down then um certainly here we've gone over six different ways to tap into your ambition so they were embrace risk avoid group thinking practice the visualization control your negative uh no we didn't go over that one don't fear failure seize the moment and then i'm gonna go into the next one which is don't quit you do not want to quit you want to stay committed and you know what i mean by this I, well it's, it seems to be self-explanatory but you know uh for me rosalind what i would say don't quit stay committed would be you know, follow through, mm -hmm. you know, actually implement and stick with it. Give it time to, to really fully develop, to see if it's going to work. Oftentimes when you are, uh, I'm thinking about um, on the business perspective is because I just, it seems like I'm really focused on that lately, the business side of me. But when you're actually starting up a new business, many of us will have the tendency to start something and then if it doesn't pick up right away 
then we, we're going to rebrand or we're going to start over or we're going to come up with a new idea when really we just need to continue to stick with the same idea. It's really a great idea. It's really a great service or a great product that you're wanting to bring to market. But just because you didn't sell your ideal amount within the first week or the first 30 days, it doesn't mean that you need to just abandon the whole business, scrap it, and then, okay, now you're going to go over here and learn this other thing and launch this new business are you going to come back and relaunch it a different way you don't have to relaunch just continue to keep going yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and part of that is you know planning your time and and sticking to it and and um setting your goals and being clear about your goals and uh as you said you know if it doesn't work the first time put it in the incubator <laughs> this has just got me thinking because I'm in a I'm I live in a city area that has a a lot of really um, high tech stuff going on. So Shopify is located here, um, oh, really? and yeah, yeah, and so um, incubator business incubators has become you know the topic of of it's always being discussed in my business circles and stuff. And so that's staying commitment committed. If it, if it doesn't flow perfectly the first time, if it doesn't produce the results you expect the first time, doesn't mean to throw it out with the dirty dishwasher water. It means put it in that incubator, shake it up, shake up your thinking um, and see how you can make it better. Mm -hmm. But staying committed to that ultimate goal is really, really key for sure. Yes, yes, yes. And another way to tap into your ambition and to find it, find it, tap into it and harness it is to control that negative chatterbox. I call it stinking thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta, you have to, we all have that. So even the most successful people that you see, we all have, Um, you know, those negative things that we have to say, or whether it's a doubt or fear of doing something, or we're worried about how someone is going to perceive whatever it is that we're doing, uh, whether it's family or friends, or whether it's even just complete strangers, you know, we're, we have a fear of um, being shamed, you know, or fear of rejection. But so you have to control those, those thoughts control those thoughts I usually challenge my clients to say who said that to you yeah well well no well nobody said that oh my business I can't have a successful business who told you that did somebody call you this morning and tell you you can't have a successful yeah yeah I mean who who you know are you worried about your competition okay is your did your competition call you today and say something, (laughs) you know, no, well, no, you know, so oftentimes those thoughts are, that's what's, you know, in our head, a wise man once said to me that, um, you don't know what that person is thinking, like, you know, you say, oh, she thinks she's cute, and he said, no, you think she's cute, because you don't know what's in her head, I'm like, No, you think that. So control that negative uh, chatterbox. And Rosalind, you have some insights on how we can actually do that. Yeah. Well, one one thing that um, 
I actually have done and with clients is um, to get them to name that negative voice in their head, give it a name so that when that voice starts talking to you, you can just say, hush, hush now, um, Marion or Bob or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, you're not, um, you're not feeding me um, the kind of thoughts that I need. Um, and you recognize it like, but you be able to, once you give it a name, it becomes real as opposed to just these vague thoughts in your head. So the, and one way to enforce that is actually through um, meditation or mindfulness. So um, I'm going to just take you through a quick little practice here um, that can help you. And, and this is about learning to train your brain um, to let go of those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. So train that, that chatterbox. And if you've named it, it just makes it more real. Um, so sit uh, or lie in a comfortable position. You can close your eyes or allow them just to lose focus or stare at an object. Um, so feel yourself grounded in that chair. Start noticing your breath. You breathe in. You breathe out. You breathe in. You breathe out. Slow your breath down. Create a mantra if it helps. I actually use just simply breathe in, breathe out. Anytime one of those, anytime your negative chatterbox or your stinking thinking starts appearing before your vision starts interfering with your breath, just think of them as passing clouds, just flitting by. They're not here to stay. It may help you to tell the thought that you're just here to focus on your breath right now. So the thought needs to move on and then return to the mantra, return to the breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. So now that you've done this for, we've done it for a very short period of time, you can open your eyes again. This is just a real short sample. I would try and practice it for five minutes uh, at first. Um, you're really training your brain. And you know, when you start to exercise, you don't run a marathon the first thing, right? You, you start with just a few minutes of running every day. And that's sort of what this is about. It's about training your brain so that when you start noticing those negative thoughts, you have a trigger that you can use that will actually control those negative thoughts. So the first step, of course, is being able to recognize that you have those negative thoughts, that you have stinking thinking. Um, and then the second step is learning how to say goodbye to them. Through this little trick of mindfulness, it becomes easy to almost, again, we're going back to this visualization. Those are just flitting crowd, clouds going past. They're not here to land and stay on you. They're just passing by. And uh, it's about training your brain to let them pass by. So, wow, you know what? This episode has really just, we're not done, just, just a little bit more to go. But this has been like really, really uh, great. If you guys 
have been enjoying this, we would love to hear, like, if you would like to have more of this, because I could even see us doing, you know, a podcast just on how to get rid of, you know, the negative chatterbox, because that is major, it is major, and it has been um, very um, key and pivotal uh, for me, personally, to be able to move um, the way that I am today is getting rid of that negative thinking. And sure. yes, even I have experienced negative thinking. Um, and I really had to do some work to um, to get rid of it. It didn't cover everything, but it was in one particular area of my life. And I really did have to, um, you know, do some work uh, to get rid of it. And I can tell you that one way to tap into Rosalind made a point, do you even know that you have this negative chatterbox? Well, if you're having any type of negative thoughts, just simply ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Or as I mentioned, who told you that? Who told you that? Yeah. You know, who said it? So when you, when you look around and you can't find anybody who said it, (laughs) it was you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that. there's a, a an awesome book uh, that I read years ago that says, uh, "What do you say when you talk to yourself?" Yeah, exactly. And that that book was like really, really good. So that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna move forward with our next one is rest when you need to. Now it's important, and I've been seeing a lot, especially here in the U.S. There's so much talk about getting, you know, the numbers of hours of sleep a night that you really need. You know, that rest really can impact your physical health. But in general, to tap into your ambition, sometimes if you're fog foggy and you don't have clarity, sometimes you're just exhausted. You know, mm-hmm. life can be so busy and we're still in the middle midst of this pandemic. And just when we thought that things were going to kind of calm down, things are starting to ramp up again, you know, with this new uh, new Delta variant and maybe some others. And so, you know, people are restless and, and anxious and, you know, some of us are just really outright exhausted. So rest when you need to. But the thing about that is don't prolong rest when you need to and for the time that you really need to because sometimes we can pair up resting with our fears and end up procrastinating or just quitting you know all together so what i'm going to say about that is don't sit in an in a place that you were actually supposed to go through so if you're supposed to be going through keep walking yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is this is not just about getting you a good night's sleep. This is about doing things that actually recharge your energy. Mm-hmm. So if you find that you wake up in the morning and you just think, you know what? I cannot be bothered looking at my business goals today. That's okay. Do something instead that's going to energize you, that's going to take you away from all of those thoughts. Mm-hmm. You'll be amazed at how different the day feels the next day. If you've just spent some time and you don't even have to spend the whole day, you just spend the morning. And for some people that could be scrubbing their bathroom, you know, for some people it's out walking in nature. Um, It's about, it's about just letting go of all that um, busyness that you have going on in your head about your business and about life. 
Um, because if you let that just take over, you're not going to sleep well, you are going to suck your energy from you. And if you don't have the energy, how are you going to meet your goals, right? So it's about taking care of yourself, really. Mm -hmm. So, and the last one, but certainly not the least um, tip that we want to talk about for finding your ambition um, to maximize your success is to surround yourself with ambitious people. Mm -hmm. Find a mentor, find an accountability partner, um, look for online motivators. You know, there are all kinds of great TED Talks out there that you can listen to. Seek out other successful people. Um, so one thing I find, and unfortunately COVID has really interfered with this, on the days when I'm really having trouble um, focusing on writing that blog or whatever it is I had set for myself to do, um, finding a communal working space with other people or a coffee shop where other people are, you know, they've got their computers, they're working away. So, you know, they're solopreneurs, just tapping into their energy by being with them in some sort of communal working space helps me and it may help you as well. Um, what do you do to find your ambitious people, um, Teresa? Oh, well, you know, for me, it's um, YouTube uh, when I'm yeah. in my office. I, I, I always, I don't, I don't typically call it my office. I call it my university um, because this is where I learn a lot. So typically when I'm in here, uh, if I'm not on a call, I'm usually YouTube um, reading books. You yeah. know, I find mentors in books. Uh, so there are people who pour into me that I've never actually met before. So don't let uh, the fact that maybe somebody might not be immediately available to you um, where you can pick up and call them on the phone or that type of thing. Um, don't let that be something that hinders you. Um, also, I really um, try to deal drill down in my connections. So when I do make a connection, I try to find out, well, who else do they know? You yeah. know, so that I can, you know, embrace them as well so that I can become a part of the community and have this community around me. Because one thing that's definitely important in business is if you have a business and your business, you're growing your business to success, then you are a leader. Yes. And as a leader, we find ourselves pouring so much into other people, but it's important for us to be poured into as well. So that's all of that is really important. And that helps you to prevent some of that burnout. Well, I think this has been great. Um, I, I think um, let's just quickly sum up uh, what we've said. Um, and Teresa has done this part way through as well, but to go to recap, um, in order, it, you can, to find your ambition, to um, maximize your success, you can uh, embrace risk, avoid group thinking, practice visualization, don't fear failure, seize the moment, stay committed, control negative thinking, rest when you need to, and surround yourself with ambitious people. So those are some tips that we have found over the last month or so when we've been discussing this idea of, of um, losing your ambition or not um, recognizing your ambition, staying in tap with it, try these things. Um, and our, our 
key takeaway, because um, we always want to end with something that you can take away uh, with you and remember, embrace, remember that fear sucks your ambition. Mm -hmm. You need to embrace risk, set goals, create schedules, use some of the techniques we discussed in the podcast to help you connect with success and focus your ambition. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here with us today and just going on this journey with us uh, to success. We hope that you enjoyed this show today. We would love to hear your comments. Please visit our YouTube channel, Relentless Transitions. We would love it if you would like and subscribe uh, to help this channel grow and uh, for us to continue to be able to spread this message of triumph through life and business. Um, if you would like to uh, send us an email or a comment, we would love to receive it at relentlesstransitions at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Relentless Transitions podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate that, and we'll catch you in the next episode.